I said, you know, that would have been a great opportunity to shake your head and go, thanks. That's the look I was going for. <laughs> and wear it messier the next day. Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co host, Ann Tuttle Brown. Today's topic was started from a success story that we had shared on the Child Whisper Facebook group. And the mom says maybe one of the most beneficial parts of the Child Whisper is to just let them be and make their own decisions. My type one daughter left for school in a light blue Christmas shirt and baseball pants on backwards. I didn't mind it covered her body and she was told she had time to fix her pants, but she chose not to. If she's okay, I'm okay. Then she added, P.S. My mom would have never let me out of the house in an outfit like this. And I make sure my mom sees these crazy outfits and that it's okay. When I shared this with you, you started to chuckle. <laughs> you loved that last part oh that she's There's showing her mom. for the yeah. mom. Like, oh yeah, mom? <laughs> so maybe that wasn't such a big deal, as big big of a deal as you made it. Mm. Well, as I dissected this story, you know, and I thought, well, good for her, you know, that the child's clothed, she made choices on her own. She gave her a chance to switch her pants. She chose not to. She might get some derogatory feedback from peers. And so the mom's willing to let that play out to see if it happens. She's not trying to prevent that because that's an opportunity if it happens to then work with your child. What would be your motive to want them to change if their primary needs are met at a physical level? It'd be because you'd be worried about what other people think. What and are you'd be some of the wor- scenarios that would come you'd up be, in your mind? Well, I think you'd be worried about maybe what other adults would think. That you're a negligent parent. That you know, look at your child. You they don't have aren't a good even sense dressed, or your child's <laughs> out of control. That or child you're totally overwhelmed. You didn't have time. Yeah, to help your kid you know, get ready. You could put a lot of stories on that that you're trying to prevent a certain judgment from other people to say you just don't have your have it together as a parent, or you just let your kid do whatever they want which a lot of people perceive as a error in behalf of a parent. You know, a parent should have a say and control. And that's showing that your child's out of control. When she said it in her success story that she's more willing to let her child be her true self through let them be and make just let them be and make their own decisions. Well, when it comes to clothing, now there's a lot and she of says area. When not harmful, of course. Yeah, when not harmful. That's the addition. If it's their health is concerned, their safety is concerned. You need to have a bigger say. Mm-hmm. That's on that. Now you're thinking about the welfare of your child. Where what your child wears to school falls in the category of I got to be more concerned about what other people think than the welfare of my child. And so it's a good example to start looking at that in your life to say, how many things am I correcting or enforcing? Because it's more about me trying to prevent people having a negative or judgmental opinion of me or our family or my child. Or is it, am I making this in behalf of my child's welfare? That's a really good distinction to to know What's the leading? I'm correcting this because of my child's benefit and welfare. Oh, I recognize now I'm making them do this different because I'm worried about what other people think. And I'm trying to prevent that. Those are the ones that I appreciate this mother's example of letting that go by the wayside. 
she wasn't even, some parents may say, well, I don't want my children to be teased. Like, well, let that happen and deal with it. And then you can teach your child. That's an opportunity. Let's say the daughter goes to school and she gets some derogatory feedback. Some kid makes fun of her outfit or they get, she gets teased, put on the spot that her pants are on backwards, which could happen. Mm -hmm. So she comes home and she's sad and she's upset. Hey, well, you get to now decide how much you care about what other people think. <laughs> Good learning. Yeah, or she now can help her child make a discerning decision to say, well, what matters to you? What That you have the freedom to be creative in your clothes and you can wear what you want regardless of what other people say? Mm-hmm. Or do you now need to change that to keep someone from saying something to you? That's a huge learning opportunity to say, to help nurture your child to say, I want you to make decisions that are really favorable to our what we value in life, what we consider moral, treating people, being civil, good human beings, to really be discerning and distinguishing what your values are and to make decisions based on that rather than, well, you better not wear that again so you don't get teased. You know, the fact that she, you could teach your child to have enough confidence to say, go ahead and wear it. And in fact, Wear your shirt up backwards next time. Kind of show them. <laughs> we had a woman in our Dressing Your Truth Facebook group who I know I was part of encouraging her to change her hairstyle. What we teach in the Dressing Your Truth world for a type 1 hairstyle is to match the words of messy, buoyant, random, random, random upward, upward, animated. She chose a hairstyle, had a big hair makeover, went to work the next day, and one of her male work colleagues said something derogatory to her. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was rude. It was like, it was sarcastic. You didn't get your hair done today. It's too messy kind of something. Yeah. Or, oh, you know, did you forget to comb your hair today? Oh. Yeah, it wasn't nice. And all the type threes and type fours in the group are all like, where's this guy? Let me Tell him you're bringing Carol Tuttle to work tomorrow (laughs) and tell that guy what for. I said, you know, that would have been a great opportunity to shake your head and go, thanks. That's the look I was going for. (laughs) And wear it messier the next day. Because those are those scenarios where we start to correct ourselves based on those comments, though. I mean, that's coming from something that, like, in his life and his background, you know, know, it's just like, you just gotta, like, throw it back. yeah, but Not how many times you, have we will, been, yeah. the whole, whole reason our parents, I come from an era where my mother was more concerned about what everybody else thought than being wise in that and saying what's important for my child, for our family, and we got to put aside what other people think and do what's correct based on our morals and values and where we stand in life, and that we make our choices based on that, not... I got to keep that person from saying something rude to me. Mm-hmm. Which is probably totally made up anyway. Like in grandma's scenario, I'm thinking she's oh, yeah. worried about things that she I would just... She's still, my mother, case. it's kind of disheartening to me that at 86, she's aged. She's had heart failure. She, you know, a pacemaker keeps her alive. And to this day, she'll, she will not go places. She can't go a lot of places, but she could do a little more than she does. But she won't do it because she's worried that people will think she looks old. Hmm. She'll voice that still. I grew up with a mother that was very verbal about her worries of what other people thought. And that's been a big 
huge opportunity for me to see that in my own parenting practice, for you now with the next generation to say, how can we keep eliminating this as part of our culture so that we make choices that honor ourselves, honor other people, and we respect the fact that people are different. This is something as a parent that I've had, I've continued to develop. Even this morning, definitely my daughter dresses herself. She has for, she's almost seven now. I'd say for the last three years, she's been in charge. Yeah, of what you she learned wants to real wear. fast. It's not worth the yeah. conflict it can well, create. And also, mm. it's a, it's a, it's a safe area for her to develop her own authority yeah. and her confidence. Be expressive, yeah. and you know she has a right to express yeah. herself. And this morning, she had on a Hawaiian floral dress over a blue shirt with. Um, red floral pants like boom explosion of pattern (laughs) and I was like it doesn't match it's obvious to see but I just told her she looked great and she likes to do her own hair now Hmm. now if it was up to me I would want her hair bouncy curly every day because she has the most amazing curls but she likes it in a ponytail and to brush it out and you know and that's great like and I I go to her school and I can see the other little girls who are picking their own outfits out and doing their own hair. Oh, good. There's others then in <laughs> yes. her. So that's nice. It's a little type three alone. friend. Yeah. Not everybody's an Instagram mm-hmm. family. <laughs> but Because you're up against that. Yeah. To, more know. than ever. And you she's are so, seeing oh well-groomed, well-put-together children yeah. in family groups uh, through Instagram. And their mom's. And it's their the, mothers the that are doing that. And, and I don't know, maybe the kids love it, but it's the yeah. mothers that are mm-hmm. stylizing their children. And so you've got this kind of extreme you're now dealing with yeah. to say. And I'm not just like letting her loose. I, I will have times where I say, do you want me to help you put some outfits together or give you some advice? It's not in the moment where like, why don't you go change your pants? Mm-hmm. Unless it's like, you're going to be cold. You need to choose something different. And now you're thinking about her, though. Yes. Yeah. I'm not thinking, oh, my gosh, what an embarrassment. And so but I, I'm also coaching her and, you know, teaching her like these are fun things to put together. And I do a lot of the shopping for her, for her clothes. She's involved she dresses in her truth. Yeah. So it's not she, I did too s- challenging to mismatch color. That's I mean, true. She's she got a wardrobe match a lot. that works. But she, we were at the store the other day, and she did want to buy a black shirt. Type threes don't wear black, so I did put my foot down there. Oh, you did. <laughs> but I say that's for her well-being. <laughs> her school <laughs> colors are red and black, and she really wanted a black oh, shirt. We compromised and got a red and black plaid shirt, which really okay. worked well for okay. a, a type three for that. Not an all-black scenario. Shirt. And my little two-year-old is now getting himself dressed. He's been wearing Mickey shorts. Yeah, he was and Sunday. It's shirt like 20 for- degrees outside, and he's running around in Mickey Mouse boxers and a Mickey T-shirt. <laughs> but he wasn't outside no. with his rain boots. Yeah, he's been wearing <laughs> that for three days straight. So he's, he's in a Mickey period right is. now, huh? Yeah. So, and you know, I I think it's fun to see what they put together, and I think it's just so expressive of who they are. It's a well, fun my Type place. One grandson, he'll change his outfit six times in oh. a day, and that's a little boy because <laughs> he's like on to the next little. And every shirt he has is a graphic theme shirt, oh, cute. and he's so cute because he's like wants me to see every when I visit anyway he changes his clothes a lot because he wants me to see his next thing his Mm -hmm. next outfit now I know some parents that does cause stress for them because it's like there's so many clothes everywhere so I would just create guidelines around that if you're going to change your outfit just make it make it a bin of clothes so they don't have to fold he just throws it back in yeah they're they're very small clothes (laughs) (laughs) he's not a very big child (laughs) 
But I just thought it was interesting. I knew little type one girls did that. It was my first experience with a type one little boy having fun changing his clothes. Frequently. And here's my type two. He just likes to wear the same thing for days in a row. <laughs> That's his grandfather, my husband. He prides himself on taking one pair of pants for a 10 day trip. He buys the shirts that I'm apparently sure the most don't acquire. Pants. Yeah. And he buys the travel shirts that supposedly don't ever have any odor. <laughs> The fabric is special. <laughs> he won't change. Is he wears the same thing. Do you travel yeah. with him? Oh, yeah, I'm with him a lot of well, most of the trips <laughs> I am. And I, I joke. I said, well, I'm bringing 10 pair of pants, <laughs> one for each day. Make up the difference. <laughs> I have a lot of clothes. I have to put them to use. That's, That's right. my type three. That's so parenting practice this week is to look at your decisions. Which ones are to prevent a negative of what people might say. You're trying to prevent what other people think. Or you're making that behalf of your child because of their welfare, their benefit. Am I worried about what others are going to think about me as a parent? Or am I concerned for my child's safety, health, and or well-being when I'm making this decision? Thanks for listening. For more support, go to thechildwhisper.com where you can purchase the book, subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email, and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com. 